Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, A few things. I'm going to start posting to the Law of Attraction podcast regularly, but I need you to allow me a few things. Thing number one, my daughter. She'll be six next month. Her birthday is July 2nd. My birthday is July 20th. And she is a daddy's girl. So all she does is hang out with me in my little TV and recording studio. So that noise you hear in the background is two things one thing I don't care to explain and the other thing is her tablet and on her TV so if y'all want these podcasts regularly you're going to have to just deal with the fact that my daughter is just out of control being a daddy's girl she don't care she don't give a damn about y'all and y'all sound quality you hear me so I want to kind of give you an introduction towards each episode moving forward. And uh, <laughs> if you're really a fan of this podcast, my daughter, come here, baby. Come here. Come here. My daughter, uh, don't really care. Tell all the people. Come here. Tell everybody. Say, say hey, y'all. Hey. You got to say it louder, baby. Yeah. There you go. And say, you love your daddy? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. How old are you? Five. There you go, baby. High five. All right, then. She don't give a damn about y'all. You hear me? All she knows is the secret life is to be happy, and being happy is standing in the middle of daddy's TV studio with her iPad being real loud. So that there it is. Anyway, 12 Roots Life. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you love it. And I mean, I want to tell you to share this so people can receive it, but I'm not really. I mean, I'm already popular. I'm already paid. So I don't really care about those things anymore. Just find somebody you love and share the light. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can dominate. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bureau Keynotes. Glad to have each and every one of you on the call this evening. I'm excited because the keynote speaker for the for the hour, for the evening, is here. The champ is here. All right. So what I'm about to do, we are in for a treat. So all I'm about to do is introduce this young man and get out of the way. It is my immense privilege to introduce a person who truly needs no real introduction, Antonio T. Smith Jr. His keynote is called 12 Laws for Life. I invite all of you to clear your minds and let's explore our true nature as source energy, the balance of vibrational harmony, discord, and pain, our endless journey of becoming, the significance of our biased interpretation, and the path of least resistance. Antonio will enlighten us on the importance of feeling the art of releasing resistance and why happiness should be our primary job. We will delve into the power of feeling good, why we should, why we should focus on future positivity and the caution that lies in giving attention to what we don't want. So without further ado, let us welcome Antonio T. Smith Jr. to the stage as he unveils his keynote, 12 Laws for Life. Let's embark on this enlightening journey towards understanding and embracing the laws of life together. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Antonio T. Smith Jr. Thank you so much. Once upon a time in a tiny village, there was a stone cutter. Though he was hard at work, diligent, he wasn't content with his life. He longed for more, thinking about his position in life, thinking about his position with his wife, position with his children. And one day, While he was carving a huge stone, he noticed the village chief passing by. Draped in lavish robes, the old stonecutter was surrounded with hatred, anger, jealousy, because the chief was surrounded by supporters, followers, showered with respect. The stonecutter thought to himself, how wonderful it must be to hold such power and influence. In that moment, he desired to become the village chief. Just in a magical whirlwind swept past him and he heard a voice, your wish has been granted. And indeed he found himself transformed into the village chief. And in his new role, he enjoyed the respect and power that he had yearned for. But when summer arrived, he found the heat unbearable. He saw the sun's power over him. How commanding is the sun, he thought. I wish I were the sun. And again, a whirlwind rushed in. A voice came down, said, your wish is my command. It is granted. And he became the sun, shining brightly and scorching the earth below. And the stone quarter turned the sun to the sun. And he realized, oh, my God, I am powerless against the cloud. 
He said, I wish I would become the cloud. And third time's the charm. He said, voice came down, made him a cloud. He said, wow, this is amazing. Yet he was then pushed by the wind. The stone cutter again did not enjoy his predicament. He did not enjoy being the priest, did not enjoy being the chief, did not enjoy being the wind, did not enjoy being the cloud, did not enjoy being the sun. And in a certain insight, as a mountain fell forth and immovable, the stone cutter, cutter, he saw his purpose and said, I wish I was all powerful. And the voice said, your wish is my command. And the stone cutter died and went back to source. The moral of that story is simple. Be careful what you wish for and pay attention what you complain about. In today's keynote, I want to calmly lay rest of grace to my tongue. I don't want to do any fan flare. I just want to give you what I understand to be 12 laws of life. There are more. But if you were just for one moment, sit with me and go through these 12 things, maybe we can change. Maybe we can stop being upset with our lot in life. Maybe we can stop being triggered. And maybe we can stop living through our representative. Maybe, just maybe, we can enjoy life and live it for what it is. The first thing I want to tell you very simply is you are source energy. The Bible says you are in the image of God. The Quran says the same. Every sacred text says there is something about you that is shared with the creator. And since you are source energy, please write this down. There is a large part of you that still remains source energy. No matter what you complain about, no matter what you go through, no matter what happens, you will always and forever largely be source energy. And with that being said, it is important for us to know that source energy, God energy, can't give up, can't be defeated, and it cannot be overcome. So knowing that you are source energy, you should then move to law number two. Think about only positive attraction. Now, let's stop here for a second. I want you to clear your mind as plainly as possible. Don't think about what comes next in the keynote. Don't think about the beans on the oven that you got running right now. now hopefully they are the right beans. Susan will get you. Don't think about any of those things. Just think about the two things that I just said. I'll repeat them. You are source energy. And because of that, there's only positive attraction. How could God act or receive in God's life something that does not work out for God? I want to rewind again. Let us just forget the last six minutes in which I have talked. Let us forget the one minute in which grace has graced us with an introduction. And let us just rewind one more time 
and catch these two things. You are God. You are source energy. And because you are, there is no way on this planet you have attracted something into your life that has a negative impact upon it. Now that is worth the price of admission. It is important to know that our larger physical self is always trying to separate itself from our God self. And there's an apostle. Some of you may have heard of him. They call him Paul, Saul in some areas that says you must die to that, that larger part of you daily that is continuously trying to separate itself from what you truly know. Wherever you are, whatever you have, it is always and only for your good. All things in your life are always positive. They're always reflective of the love and the light that you desire. Which, with artless transition, brings us to the third law of life. If you are source, and that's true, and if only everything in your life is working out for you, then it makes sense, number three, write this down, that you must stay in vibrational harmony or vibrational discord. You are either always in harmony with the second thing, the positive attraction in your life, or you are always, the second thing, in discord with the positive attraction in your life. But it is always positive attraction, and it is your physical self, your auto-suggestion as Napoleon Hill, that would keep you either in harmony with that thing or in disharmony, discord, disgust with that thing. Pause. Forget everything I said. Let's just rewrite on the tablet that is your mind and let us focus on this holy trinity that I've just given us. One, you are source. You are God. And since you are, everything in your life is positive because God cannot attract something that is not working out for God. We must accept that. And since that is the case, your flesh, as the old Baptist preacher in Texas would say, is either in harmony with these two facts that I've just given you, or in disharmony with these two facts I have just given you. And as a smooth result, Things happen when you are your flesh is in harmony with these things, and things happen when your flesh is in disharmony with these things. And one of the main things that happen when you are in discord with the fact that you are source energy and at all times, all things, whatever they are, are in tune with positivity, greatness in your life is disease. Monitor how often you are sick, my friends. 
monitor how often you have these headaches doctors can't find, back aches medicine cannot cure, kidney pains water won't fix. That holy trinity, Antonio is God. And because of that, nothing in Antonio's life is disserving Antonio, good or bad. It cannot, under any circumstances, not serve God. And when you get in harmony with that fact, you're in vibrational harmony, your life gets better. Or when you are not in harmony with that fact, your life gets, air quote, worse. And it is to pay attention, perfect pain that is choosing and helping you get back in alignment with the first two things. Clear your mind. We don't need that information no more. Let us rewrite on the tablet of your brains and think for a moment. Antonio just said, if I respond to things correctly, then the first two things are true. That I am working out everything for good in my life and I am in the same substance of God. Understood. Antonio also said, that if I don't agree with everything in my life, I still am in positive vibration with everything in my life. And I still am of the same substance as God. My friends, one and two never changes. Three never changes. Your level of joy of how you interact with the vibrational harmony and or discord that is what changes. You will always be of the same substance as God, whether you're having a good time or a bad time. Those things won't change. There's a pericope inside the Christian text that says that there was a lady that tore up her whole house to find a little bit of money. Because it did not matter the condition the money was in, that money never lost its value. There was a shepherd that had a whole bunch of sheep and went back just for one. Because it did not matter the condition of the lost sheep, that sheep had never lost its value. Number one, you are source energy. Number two, only positive attraction. Number three, vibrational harmony or discord, which leads us to the logical number four. We are always and only becoming. Please, I beggeth thee, write this down. We are always and only becoming. We are always in a state of evolving and becoming. And the more and more we live, the more and more we are never done. And the more and more we are currently living to become, we are never finished. You are finished 
when you are dead. As long as you are in this illusion, there is never a finish. There is never a done. There is only and always the becoming. There is no other way. There is no other chance. There is no other sacred text that will say anything opposite. And only when you don't get in harmony with the abundance around you, going back to number three, whether you like it or not, the abundance around you always makes us feel good. When we're not in harmony with it, then that's when it hurts. Plain English. If number one, you are source, and if number two, you can only attract anything positive, then it means you have to be in harmony with those positive things. And since you're in harmony with those positive things, it means that you're always becoming. You were born perfect. You were born source. You were born of the same substance, but always getting better in that substance, always getting closer to God. Church folks say always getting more access to the Holy Spirit. Everybody is saying the same thing. We just like to argue over the way it is said. Number four was we are always and only becoming Number five, we are here for biased interpretation. That's what we come here for. We are absolutely here to be biased and interpret biasly. We are here for biased interpretation. Our job on this planet is to be biased and desire all the things that happen to us. But there's a catch, Sister Booker. The universe protects itself. In a manner of speaking, When we make everything about us, we win. And when we make everything about us, we lose. Hmm, Those are two of the same things, paradoxical, that can't fit together. Allow me to explain. So why are both of these true? Our jobs is to be selfish. It is to be selfishly and want to experience what everything that this universe has. And because this universe cannot exist without us. We are the reason that the universe exists and we are the reason that it cannot exist. And if we go away, the entire universe fades away. The universe needs us like we need the universe. But listen to what I have said. I said universe. I did not say people. When we are selfish and biased to people, we are punished. Ah, Be selfish with your your desires for the universe to bless you. But when you are selfish and biased with people, you are punished. Why? Because people are us. There is no separation. When I am mean to a people, I am mean to me. And by law, I must receive the abundance of my meanness. How is this so? It's because the universe cannot exist without us. Therefore, when we abuse people, you are abusing source energy. And since you are source energy, you are not allowed to hurt another person and think there is such such thing as another person. There is only one. Number six, the path of least resistance. Our inner being is here to guide us towards ease. So when things get difficult, your soul is telling you that's not the right 
place. Not the right thing, not the right words, not the right place. Number seven, the importance of feeling the world's original vibration. The world's original language, the world's original vibration is vibration itself. The first language of this world is vibration. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And vibration, we have a word for vibration. We call them emotions. And emotions guide us the original language. Negative emotions in a case we are out of sync with source energy. Positive emotions tell us we are in sync. Number eight, releasing that resistance. We should be under the influence at all times. What influence? The influence of ease. You should be drunk with ease, high with ease, and any other word that emotionally charges you about ease, because the feeling of releasing resistance always tells you where you are and how close you are to source. Why? Because God does not feel stress. Our physical forms do when they are separated from source energy. Number nine, happiness only. Your only job is to be happy. That's your job. And if you're doing something that does not make you happy, you would never be successful in it or at it. You must choose what you truly desire. And when you do have to do something that you don't like to get to where you want to go, don't you make it a chore. You better be happy about it because it's leading you to where you want to go. There's a popular saying, you don't have to do it. You get to do it. And number 10, the power of feeling good. It is the exact state in which I shall argue to you that God is love. So let's change that again. God is love. Hmm. So let's go. God is good. Hmm, I think I've heard both of those statements. So if God is love and God is good and the power of feeling is good, then that means the power of feeling could be changed to power of feeling God because good is God. So laughter is of God. Joy, good feelings. When you feel bad, you are then sinning Christians because that is separation from God. The idea of being separated is also the idea of feeling bad. Number 11, focus on future positivity. That means, there's a popular phrase, praise him in advance, Grace. Future positivity. 
focus on your future self and your future things you're going to do. And when thou meditate, meditate both day and night and talk to future you about the great things you will accomplish and drag them back into this reality. And lastly, and I saved it for last, because as far as I'm concerned, it is equal tantamount to the Holy Trinity. If you look at something you don't want, it will get bigger. That's number 12. If you look at something you do not want, it will get bigger. If you look at something you do not want, it will get bigger. If you keep paying attention to it, no matter how much you try to be positive about it, it will get bigger. That is law. And there is nothing you can ever do about it. Not now and not ever. If you look at something you don't want, it will get bigger. That, my friends, is law. And that will never, ever change. If you look at something you don't want, it will get bigger. Your attention is steroids to the problem you want to go away. That's law. Last time, if you look at something you do not want, it will get bigger. My friends, I've got to go now. I got about 90 seconds. My little keynote clock in my head has popped off and it's telling me 90 seconds, which means I probably got 45. So allow me to say that if you are looking for one thing you can hold on from this keynote, if you wrote notes, you got all 12. So you got 12 things you can hold on to. I would love to tell you, number one, it's the most important that you are a source. But you know what? Somebody's going to make you mad. You're going to forget that. Oh, I love to tell you that everything is working out for your good and everything is perfect. But you know what? When you stub your toe on the, on the, on the bed, oh, you're going to forget that too. And I sure enough, I would love to tell you that if you are not in vibrational harmony with things, your life is going to get jacked up. But you know what? We don't care when somebody cusses us out and hit our car and cause us $13,000 in damage. We don't care. So what is the one thing I want you to hold on to? If you look at something you do not want, it will get bigger. And if you focus on that, you apply all 12 automatically. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can dominate. All right, all right. Um, if there are any questions, anyone have any questions right now? I got one right now, real quick. What was number six? I want to make sure I put that down. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, go. Okay, I had to unmute. Number six is path of least resistance. Thank you. Yes, yes. You just remember Abraham Hicks. You'll be all right. I think she talk about it more than anybody else. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yes. Anyone else with a question? Me, 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 me. 
Go ahead, Ms. Audrey. <laughs> Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Ma'am? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Well, I haven't talked out loud in like three weeks, so I'm building up. Oh my God. You can't be blowing off the tips of earth and planets and all you can't be doing all of that. OMG. That that was my question. What the hell? <laughs> Fair enough. I had a question. What's the best way to release the resistance? Well, you don't have to. Yeah. So you don't, you don't have to. It, obviously, my keynote said release resistance, but that's because I'm using human words and I have a choice. Don't release it. Just don't look at it. Because releasing it causes you to look at it. You can let it go. So if you know how to release it, look at it and let it go and never look at it again, then by all means do that. But for the rest of us, normal humans, we don't release nothing. We say release weight because, you know, feel them get on us, but we still got it. Them same 15 pounds right over our belly button, you know, we still got it. It's, it's, it's weird the way we the way we do that. Don't release anything. Create what you don't need to release. All right, all right. Anyone else? I do. Okay, go ahead. Bishop, what made you come up with this title, sir? I was meditating and I've been, since I've been talking, well, fair enough, but I've been listening for three something weeks. And it was an appropriate keynote for the collective. Okay. Because I've been listening. I've been been getting messages and listening to the multiple doctor's appointments and messages. It was, it was y'all. It was a keynote for the group, not for the internet. Wow. Okay. Thank you, sir. Very welcome. All right. All right. I was going to ask. So number four, we are always and only becoming, mm-hmm. and number eleven, focus on future positivity. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of them kind of roll into each other, mm-hmm. but those two are almost synonymous. Yes, yes, they sure are. Because if you think about the the scripture that says, "Speak those things that be not as though they were in order for them to be," that would definitely that. make them synonymous for sure. That would definitely make them yeah. synonymous. Yeah. Yeah, my little nuance there is take it easy on number four. You're not there yet because you're always becoming. It is perfectly okay. It is perfectly okay that you don't have this wife thing down, this husband thing down, right? The future part of yourself, you got that one down because you just said it for sure. But my reason for number four was it is okay, Grace, that you don't know what you're doing. None of us do. We're becoming. All right, now. All right. If there are no more questions, let's all unmute our mics and give Mr. Antonio T. Fitz Jr. a round of applause. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Jesus Christ. <laughs>
All right, we are up to our praise period. So if anyone would love to pour back into Mr. Smith Jr., give him some encouraging words, tell him what you liked about it. Okay, I see Dee Marie, and then I see Ms. Trinace's mic is unmuted. Dee Marie, go ahead. Amazing keynote. And I want to thank you because these 12 these 12 laws are extremely, extremely helpful. It's like a, a it's like the 12 step program, just not that 12 step program, but it's like the 12 step program. Um and then number 12 really hit because it's If you don't want it, don't look at it. But we focus so much on what we don't want that it's greater than what we do want. And that was a real, real reminder for me not to look at what you see, but to have faith in what you don't see. Because if I want something bigger, and all I'm seeing is what I don't want, then I need to put my focus and see what I want that's bigger and just go into, if y'all, have y'all ever seen um, Biker Boys? Has anybody seen Biker Boys? Okay. In the movie with As, Lawrence Fishburne? Like, yes. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. So you remember at the very, very end, he finally just, he just, he, he like, got so focused where he only saw tunnel vision nothing else that's what i see for 12 if i only look at and have tunnel vision for what i want i can't see nothing else so that was just a reminder to just keep the tunnel vision keep the tunnel vision so thank you for uh the spiritual 12-step program and <laughs> I, Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Thank you, Dean Marie. So sorry. Had to work I, on something. I think my listener raised her hand. Yes, Miss Melissa, go ahead. Thank you very much for this keynote. It's much appreciated, much needed, and I would like a recording. I'm going to need to hear this more than once. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Definitely get that did. All right, all right. Anyone else? Me, 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 me. <laughs> Go ahead, Basanja. So, Antonio T. Smith Jr., first off, hello and glad to see you. Hello and glad to see you as well. <laughs> Second, I want to know, and, and, and this, is, this is part of the praise also, but it is also uh, a question like a taco wrap, you know about those. Okay, so one, why are you always being my business? <laughs> it's my reasonable service. <laughs> there are things that you touched on that are things that I am actively working out for the audience that God has allowed me to be before. You may have seen um, some of my recordings and have heard me say that if you think about 
the abuse that you're going through, you are meditating on it and it, it will continue to grow. But I'm suggesting is that you meditate on the things that God said you are, which will offset that and bring you back to who you are. And in that you can find the purpose of who you serve. So for you to be saying this this evening, whew, just mind blowing, just mind blowing. Thank you so much. What a, I, there are no real words to express how you so cleverly connected them all without missing a beat and yet having everything separate. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you as well. Thank you as well. All right. All right. Anyone else? It's up. Yes, sir. Man, let me tell you, I came across that class where I just started coming in and remember you uh, did a recording on it and you did just a session on it. Because of you, I am. See, you got to get phrase what phrases do. We always talk about God, this, God, that. But we have to give phrases. We have to give honor where honor is due. Because of you, I am a different person. I'm not the Jerry Linson Jr. or the Prophet Jerry that you knew in 20, 2020. So thank you for being the man that you are, the God that you are. You're always going to be my bishop. I'm always going to call you that because of I know who you are, even though you're not going that route no more. But I believe you're going to get back to it one day. I'm praying you <laughs> It seems to be happening now, but we'll talk. <laughs> but no, nah, thanks, man. Appreciate you, you know, for just the timing of taking out for me, little old me. You know what I'm saying? And number um, 11, focus on future positivity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I see that. Because um, I know where I'm going, and with this book and the old book and getting this house and doing all these things, that's what I'm focused on. And if I don't, fo not just there's those material things, but I know you just wasn't talking about materialistics. I'm focused on the positivity of my mind. That if I, if I, if help me, Jesus, I had all this together when I. No, no, you're doing good. But I, I'll tell you this it's really hard to point to an invisible God without visible things. Right. Okay. Okay. You need those material things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jesus did okay. material things to point to an invisible kingdom. Wow. Enough said. Thank you, sir. Yes, and again, sir. I appreciate you. Miss Evelyn. Oh, yeah. yeah. All I can say is this was simply phenomenal. Um, Thank and you then so we don't much. get into religion when we're talking, you know, the 12 laws. 
uh, of life. But I mean, this is Corinthians up and down the fruit <laughs> spirit. You know what no I mean? Doubt. No doubt. So, not trying to um, impose my religious beliefs on no, anybody. No, that's but accurate. <laughs> this, is, this is all biblical, my man. Hey, yes, ma'am. Thank you. You're very welcome. That's a fact. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Miss Evelyn. And Auntie Shelley says her mother said she appreciates your gift. I love her mother. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Mr. Yes, Lord. Um, <laughs> great night, great night. All right. This keynote was everything. Um, Thank you, sir. Get the religious aspect of it. That's not my forte. So I'm going to go with numerology and 12. Mm-hmm signifies uh, perfection, entirety, cosmic order. And all of those 12 things that you list does represent the perfection that we fall short of or we don't see within ourselves. So I thank you for reminding myself and the collective. Oh, fair enough. So it's definitely made a twig. And it started off 16. I was like, that's trash. Move this. And I was like, ugh, that ain't me. Get down out of here. <laughs> and it, it got the 12 on his own. All right, all right. If there's no one else, all right, all right. I will hand it over to our master traders. Hold on, real quick, Grace. I'm sorry, y'all, but Deanna, you show looking real good right now. I just want to interrupt the program and say that. Okay, go ahead, Grace. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hand it over to our master traders. You're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hanky panky going on here. <laughs> All right. Later. <laughs> don't, Miss Susan, uh-uh, stop. No, don't say another word, Miss Susan, because you're going to get up going. No, no, no. No, no. Okay. No. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Can't get but if he do, we Ms. need Sandra. notes Ms. for Sandra. that, too. Miss Sandra. Miss Sandra. <laughs> no, no, no. Sandra. Okay. Susan. Okay. All right. <laughs> Susan, you're looking mighty fine. <laughs> see? <laughs> Tell a feel. <laughs> Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.